As we continue on now, the holidays are over, but some people may be dealing with or continuing to uh, think about uh, their drinking. And, of course, uh, dry January is kind of a a trend these days. Joining us now to talk about that and uh, alcohol use disorder in general, Dr. George Koob, director of the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. Uh, There was a statistic that I was provided with that is kind of alarming. Some 29.5 million Americans have alcohol use disorder. Let's start with that. What are we talking about here? No, that's correct. Um, And so, you know, an alcohol use disorder is basically, uh, uh, you know, impairment in social and occupational functioning, drinking despite adverse consequences. Uh, You know, it's defined by the American Psychiatric Association with 11 criteria. They range from everything from, you know, drinking more than you intended to uh, impairment in social and uh, occupational functioning and, uh, you know, withdrawals like, you know, severe uh, hangovers, which I consider a mini withdrawal even, um, and, uh, you know, uh, drinking more so you so that to try and get the same effect, which we call tolerance. And you can go down the line of craving all of these different criteria. You can have a mild, moderate, or severe alcohol use disorder, and uh, and you know the moderate to severe alcohol use disorder is what we used to call alcohol dependence, and so um, you know it, it afflicts almost 30 million people, as you mentioned, and you know wreaks havoc with our society. To be honest with you, it counts for uh, 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 you know 200 different medical conditions. Or, and diseases or exacerbates them. Half of liver disease deaths in the United States now are due to alcohol. And the one that really stuns people is that alcohol contributes to 5 to 6% of cancer, and that's according to the National Cancer Institute. And, it, and alcohol is the second leading preventable cause of cancer, and the first being tobacco. So let's talk a little bit about. Issue. Yes, it is. Let's. Uh, if you think a friend or a family member may be experiencing this, what can you do? Well, what we recommend is the first thing you can do is maybe try and get them to schedule a physical. You don't want to be confrontational because that often backfires with loved ones. But if you can get them in for a physical, their doctor is likely to ask how much they drink. May even be likely to do a kind of an intervention and mention that some of the negative health conditions they're reporting may be due to their drinking. That's one thing. The other is we have two sites that are uh, available through for information um, through just typing these into your um, um, search engine, Rethinking Drinking and the Alcohol Treatment Navigator. They're two separate things, Rethinking Drinking and the Alcohol Treatment uh, navigator. And, you know, the alcohol treatment navigator, and I'll try and be quick about this, but it shows you uh, treatments according to the spectrum of an alcohol use disorder from behavioral to, you know, uh, to uh, medications that can be prescribed by your primary care doc. You know, Americans think there are only two treatments, Alcohol Anonymous and 28-Day Rehab, and they have a role, a major role. But in between, you have outpatient facilities where you can go in and do motivational interviewing and and you can um, um, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy groups and and go home afterward and and you know go to your regular day job and no problem. 
Well, let's talk a little bit about dry January specifically as it relates to everything we've talked about up to this point. What role do you think this has kind of been a trend for recent years? People saying, okay, I've drank too much over the holidays. I'm going to take some time off from drinking. How does this fit into the overall role of maybe helping, especially those who may have some form of alcohol use disorder? Well, um, it really seems to be catching on. And, it, it, you know, dry January is mainly for individuals who don't have a severe alcohol use disorder. If you have a severe alcohol use disorder, caution is that you abruptly stop drinking. You could go through withdrawal. That can be lethal. And, you know, we have about 250,000 people that show up in emergency rooms due to alcohol withdrawal. So if, if, you're, if you're really on the far end of the spectrum, you need to get professional help for abruptly stopping drinking. But let's say you're more in the moderate to low range. Um, you know, uh, there are lots of possible benefits from stopping drinking for a short period of time, up to a week or longer. If you start to notice that you sleep better, that you uh, have less gastrointestinal problems, that you have more energy, that you're ready to re-engage in an exercise program, that you get up in the morning ready to go to work and tackle, tackle those uh, challenges at work and you're on time for work and you're on time with your, uh, your responsibilities. I mean, the bottom line we say is, you know, your body's trying to tell you something, so listen to your body. And that's one of the benefits of, of dry January. Well, we've just about run out of time. Uh, let me allow you again to mention you, there are several sites that you're associated with that folks can uh, help deal with whatever alcohol issue they might have. So Rethinking Drinking, just typing that into a search engine, or Alcohol Treatment Navigator, typing that into a search engine. Dr. George Koob, uh, Dry January, dealing with alcohol, a very important issue for many of us these days. We thank you for your time today. Thank you. Great, great questions and a pleasure to be with you.